for explaining that in order to truly access our natural love for Hashem on a constant basis, we need to learn what's the key, how. Because thus far, we only know that a situation of Messiris Nefesh automatically elicits the love. But how does that translate to my daily life? We said to understand that, we need to understand Aftas Hashem. And we explained Aftas Hashem to mean, as Hasidus understands, that creation in no way changed Hashem. Hashem is exactly the same before creation, exactly the same after creation, because all of creation, as we know now, is, is, has no, no meaning to him, no impact on him. The quote, which we're going to use more than once in this section, we said is, All of existence is nothing for him. For the rest of the chapter, we explain, what does this mean, Why is there no impact of creation on Hashem? And the Rebbe explains, because creation is words. Hashem creates with speech. And if we understand how meaningless the impact a word has on the speaker, then we can understand that creation, which is a string of God's words, isn't impacting him in his infinity. But our finite words are not impacting us as finite beings. How do you see that words don't impact the speaker? Because there is there's a whole string between the words and you. There's the word, which comes from your power, koyach, levush, hadzbor, of speech which comes from your power, your garment of thought, which comes from the ten bechinos of your neshama, and the Rebbe doesn't even go past that to you and your essence. That's the string. Now, why do you see that this is not impacting you? Because what's one word compared to the power of your speech? You can speak infinitely. So one word isn't detracting from the power of speech. How much more so if we go back to the source of the power of speech, which is the power of thought, according to Hasidus, any word you ever say is a product of your thoughts. Uh, a Freudian slip, so to speak, or you didn't mean it, or you have to think those thoughts for that word to come out. Maybe if it's a word you said so many times, it could be so embedded in your thoughts, you don't have to be consciously thinking it. But there has to be thought to produce words. So in thought, are there words? Absolutely. According to Hasidus, we think in words. The richer your word base, the richer your ability to think. But the letters of speech are subtle, are edel, are ruchmi. That's why we can think so much faster than we speak. I don't know if you've ever taken a 20-minute nap, and then you wake up and you had such an intense dream. It would take you two hours to say, but took place in this 20-minute nap. Because we can think very, 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 very quickly. The words flow very quickly because the letters are ruchmi. So if the letters of thought are ruchmi, my one word in its medgushim, physical manifestation, for sure isn't impacting them. And then let's go back to the source of thought. The ten kleichos of my neshama. Well, in the ten kleichos of my neshama, there aren't even letters. My bechinos process without words. So for sure, my word isn't affecting them. So if my word doesn't affect my power of speech, because my power of speech is infinite, and how much more so it doesn't affect my power of thought, the source of my speech, because I think in ruchni letters, and how much more so it doesn't affect my answer bechinos, because there's not even letters there. So obviously it's not affecting me. 